we are live now good evening ladies and gentlemen good afternoon good morning depending on where you're watching us from i want to appreciate you for joining us on leadership talk with adegoke this is the 30th edition the 30th edition of leadership talk with adegoke and i'm privileged to have with me tonight a friend and a sister Oduayo Moritiwa Sawyer. Uh, you're welcome to Leadership Talk with Adegoke. Thank you very much for having Thank me. You. Thank you. Wow. Trust your Sunday has been awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome, eventful though, but good. Good. Wow. Excellent. Uh, can you just uh, introduce yourself? Who is Oduayo? Hmm. <laughs> You know, that's, that's a question we must all learn for us to make something out of life. Who am I? Well, I'm, I'm, a, very, I'm, a, I'm a child at heart. I'm one who believes in the incredible power of the human mind. Okay. Um, I'm one who applies myself to whatever I find, you know, myself to do. I'm, a, I'm an avid reader. I read a lot. Um, and I'm still, I believe I'm still trying to read so much more. Um, well, I'm, I'm a nine to five uh, woman. I have a career. Uh, I started with banking, worked in a few banks, and then I found myself in the telco um, industry. And um, yeah, that's. I think that's who I am. I'm an author. I have a book, uh, The Alphabets of Leadership for Young Minds. Um, I'm a coach uh, with a John Maxwell team and a speaker. And I, I just like to help people connect with their purpose, you know, in life. And most importantly, I'm a lover of God. Uh, I try to love him in my own way. Um, and uh, I'm married, very much happily married, uh, a friend <laughs> of mine. And I have three daughters. Um, wow. Yeah. wow. Three daughters. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So <laughs> we, we share something special in common. I also have oh, daughters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, I just want you to share with us, uh, you know, uh, how did you get into leadership? Hmm. Um, you know, there's something I always do I haven't done. I'd like to, you know, especially thank the audience. It takes a lot, you know, on a Sunday um, evening or morning or afternoon, wherever you are, to, to make a conscious decision to grow yourself. It's, it's not a very easy decision because there are many competing commitments. And so I'd like to thank you for allowing myself and my brother Goke into your space. And um, yeah, I believe that uh, we'll enjoy the ride. So you did ask, how did I get into leadership? Hmm. Yeah. So let me say that we are all in leadership. Let me start from that. Right. And why do I say we are all in leadership? You see, by living our lives daily, we are leading ourselves. Mm. There's a difference between, uh, there's streams of leadership. Mm. So you, you could have positional leadership. Okay. You could have leadership as a lifestyle. And that's mm. why I believe that. It's, it's not really about getting into leadership, but it's so much about understanding that every day that mm. we live our lives and we move towards purpose. We're, mm. we're leading ourselves. Mm. And to know that we're our own first leader, that's the truth. 
if you can lead yourself, no matter how much you try, other people can't lead you to. So that's on one side. So for me, leadership is a lifestyle, is what we do every day. The moment we take a decision, the littlest decision in our lives, we take that decision, we're leading. Hmm. That is leadership. However, which I think is what you're speaking to, positional leadership. Um, yeah, so I, I, it's, it's a case of making um, a pledge to myself to add value wherever I am. Hmm. I believe that leadership really is not about the positions that we hold. Oh, no, it's, it's really not about that. If you're not a leader without your position, then you know you're really not a leader. Let me use that. Uh, let, let me say that. So I, I believe that it is getting into a place. So for me, it was about getting into wherever I found myself and connecting with people and giving value, birthing mm. value in that place, adding value to the people that come, you know, that I come across and come across me. And yes, so I. I I'm a career person, like I said, um, applying myself, a lot of hurdles to cross in, in, um, in the career world. Um, and so here I am to, today. So I think it's about number one, like I said, understanding that leadership is lifestyle. It's, it's, hmm. it's just what we do naturally every day. Hmm. And for us all to operate in that knowing, that knowledge, number mm. one. Then number two is also that for people who are in businesses or, you know, it's your career person, um, it's about applying yourself. The moment you add, continue to add value to people mm. and the environment, your organization, definitely you would rise through the ranks. And also understanding, so for me, leadership, uh, getting into leadership was also understanding, aside from those two things, understanding that leadership is not necessarily, you know, vertical. Hmm. No, it's also horizontal. Oh, it? And like, like um, we share, we share a, a mentor in common. John Maxwell will say, yeah. um, a leader is someone. So if he says a leader is someone who who knows who shows the way, who knows the way, shows the way, and goes the way, therefore. Hmm. Leadership is about knowing the way, showing the way, and just going the way. That's, so, so those, for me, are the three things that I would say um, got me into leadership. Awesome, awesome. I, I can see that you are just, you know, firing up. <laughs> this is, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm so, I'm so thankful because you are, you are living it out, and it's not something that is uh, theoretical. You know, some people, when we talk about leadership, they, you know. They, they they talk from from books not, not from experience more, yours is more experiential obviously you've also been um, exposed to a lot of reading and mentorship from the john maxwell team and i'm sure you have other mentors that will be you know uh you know getting to know about as we go along and i want you to just speak uh, to this what's the relationship between uh women and leadership Okay, so if you follow from what I've said about, following from what I, I, I said uh, earlier, you find that um, leadership is not, is, leadership is gender by, blind, number one. Okay. Number two, success is gender blind. Mm. Significance is gender blind. In fact, the entire universe is gender blind. Wow. It's not about the gender that you are. 
So mm -hmm. there is a fundamental link. The mere fact that womankind is an existence, mm -hmm. therefore I would say by creation, there is a link, mm -hmm. you know, to leadership. And beyond that, I believe personally that, and I, I don't say because I'm a woman, I'd say because I've seen it, I must mm. tell you, I've seen it, I've seen it with my mom, I've seen it with great women around me who don't have to be, you know, people may not even know them, mm. but they're breathing change, they're breathing new, new thinking in mm. generations to come. And you find that women are great influencers. Mm. We are natural influencers. Wow. Look at it like this. We a woman in the home influences her husband towards a particular decision. Yeah. Influences her children to certain, to imbibe certain values right. that are shared within the family. A woman influences even to everything from, from the way the children dress to the way the husband turns out, pitches in when the husband has an idea, whether at work, whether as an employee or even as a business owner. A woman by nature cares. And that is what leadership is. So for me, the natural role of a woman, so the first thing is that regardless of gender. It, um, for me, it's not a gender, uh, you know, talk. It's the, just the fact that regardless of our gender, um, yeah. everyone is a leader because you lead yourself. Hmm. Secondly, um, na the natural role that women have, whether as wives, as daughters, as siblings, uh, sisters, as, uh, as friends, as employees, as business owners, um, our nature is that of influence. And like uh, Joe Maxwell would say again, leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing no. you know, less. So there's, there's a strong relationship between uh, women and leadership. And uh, for me, it's, it's when we talk about leadership, we don't need, you know, like I said earlier, it's not about positions. It's hmm. just about uh, the fact that, you know, we can find ourselves where we are. Check out, a woman applies herself to the environment is much more easily than a man does. And I'm not, it's not, like I always tell people, it's not a competition, it's a completion. We complete ourselves, you know, so. Collaboration. Yes, yes, so it's it's more like that. So for me, that's the link. And, you know, research has proven it. Um, you find research, whether you go to the GSMA, um, they have a website. Um, what is, what, is, what, what is GSME? Okay, forgive me, I'm, I'm going to remember. It's the global, uh, it has to do with the GSM uh, industry, but for okay. Africa. So it's GSM okay. Africa there by Global Satellite Mode. Forgive me, uh, but okay. GSMA, GSMA.org or GSMA.com. There's, okay. there's a focus on, um, on, there's a focus on research around okay. getting women Okay. into uh, mainstreaming the female gender. Okay. And the reason is because research by Forbes, business school researchers have proven that when they check the businesses that were led by women, especially women and entrepreneurs, and even those multinationals, they found that businesses led by women 
return twice the value of a dollar than those wow. led by men. Wow. Yes. Are, you, are you trying to you get check? No, I'm not. I'm not. That's why I say it is a completion. It's not a, it's okay. no, it's not. Collaboration. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and that tells you the strong uh, link between women and leadership. A hmm. lot of organizations today, you can go check McKinsey Research, go check uh, Bain and all this, uh, this, this researches that have been done. You know, women need, a lot of organizations need the voices of women in the boardroom, in designing their products. So take, okay. for instance, my organization, we believe so much that, you know, the woman determines the eventual destination of every naira, naira every dollar, every pound in the wow. home. Wow. The reason is because the man will provide, you know, but who appropriates? The it woman. is the woman. Yeah. And so for you to get into a lot of homes, you need to have to either engage women to as a focus group. Yeah. To, yeah, to get what they want. And then you can design certain products and services. Wow. Because you know that it will be accepted within the family. Hmm. So it, wow. Um, wow. it's, 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 it's a just, strong link. Yeah, yeah, you're just coming up with so many powerful nuggets tonight. I'm sorry, you know, and you know, I, I just want to salute you and celebrate you because um, we we need to hear from people like you. I mean, um, for quite a while, you know, we just we just hear a lot of noise, but I, what you're saying here is authentic, and I want to celebrate you. Um, now, how can a woman become a leader? How can a woman become a leader? Okay, so if I if I say um, a woman is already a leader, but if you follow the way that I started, I think it's about coming back to and um, to encountering an awakening. Hmm. You know, you you can have power and not know. Wow. That's the truth. And I'm a believer that nobody gives you power. You take it. <laughs> and the moment you take it, no, you take it not because you want to hurt other people. Yeah. You take it because you there they needs to be, um, you want to use it to elevate others. Hmm. And so for me, women get women are already in leadership. Hmm. But there's certain things that we need to do. And I believe it's also applicable to the to the male folk. Because like I said, leadership is not, is gender blind. Hmm. That's the truth. And because of that, there are universal um, principles that just apply, whether you're a man or you're a woman. Hmm. I think for women to get into to, to, to leadership, especially um, whether in your lifestyle daily or um, in the corporate world, in the business world, I think you, we all need to understand that it's okay to, I tell people that fear is a valid emotion. Hmm. I don't, I'm not one that will say, oh, you're afraid. How can you be afraid? It's not possible. No, fear is a valid emotion. But the why truth is that, that... Why are you saying fear is a valid emotion? Why? Okay, I'll tell you why. You, what is emotion? Emotion is simply energy motion. Okay. That's what, that's what it is. We're, we're, all, we're all just a bundle of energy. And that's why, you know, we send vibrations and things like that. Now, energy in motion and 
I'm not a science uh, scientist, but the little I read in, in, in my secondary school and primary school is that energy is useless except it is converted. A deployed, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You must convert it to a usable form before you deploy. Mm. Therefore, if fear okay. is a valid emotion, mm. then it's not a bad thing, but we must understand there has to be a process of conversion. Wow. So for women, it's okay to be afraid. But the, the, the most important thing is that you mustn't let the fear. You see that, that you're fearful just tells that you're stepping into something big. Hmm. You're probably stepping into something that is bigger than you. And awesome. you are, you know, you, at that point, you don't know how it's going to turn out. Hmm. Now, it's okay. The moment you see that, how do you convert the fear to energy, usable energy? How does wow. the fear become faith? Hmm. for us women. And you know, there are times where like, ah, I'm a woman, I can't do this. Hmm. And my, I'm saying to every woman, do what you believe. Wow. As long as it is adding value. Wow. Do what you believe. And so hmm. how do you convert the fear into faith for as fuel for you hmm. to run? It's about, a lot of it is about, you know, we've heard, we've heard, we've read, and we keep hearing about the imposter syndrome. It's real. Even as I was about to get on this program, I, it was like, okay, so Adwaya, what are you going to say? And I told myself, I said, you know what, this voice, we've, I, I'm so familiar with you. You know that once I open my mouth, it's going to be filled up. Wow. You know, and it is that thing about us telling ourselves we're not enough. Hmm. And the process of the conversion is when we keep telling ourselves we are enough. Mm. We, we, we've been created with all that we need. And wow. the moment that we show up as women, awesome. the universe awesome. responds to us. Any wow. individual, the moment you show up, the universe yeah. responds yeah. because the universe is waiting, is always conspiring to do us good. Mm. And mm. so it's about having that voice and faith in yourself that wow. says, you know what? If anyone can do this, it's not about a man or woman. You mm. can do it. I always tell people, people ask me when I get into, and I, in my, the, the whole of my career, I haven't been a victim of, um, of um, gender bias, I must tell you. I haven't. <laughs> but I also think part of it is because when you determine to add value to a place, when people see that you are competent in a place, wow. then... They, be, they join you to believe in yourself. Hmm. So how can women go? We must convert that fear into faith, into fuel, and tell ourselves that, you know what, we can do this thing. Hmm. Let's not be afraid of failure. Let me tell you, if the likes of uh, Mrs. Awoshika, the chairman of um, First Bank, well, yes. uh, the likes of Shola David Bora, who was the first female CEO of, uh, um, was this Tambika IBTC in Nigeria? Yes, Ngozi Okonjo Wella, Obi Ezekwesili, Angela Merkel. Um, yeah. so you know, and I could go on and on. If um, Kamala Harris, if they were stuck in the fear, we wouldn't know what we know of them. We mm. would experience the impact. Mm. And so, yes, we may not all be on the global stage. Hmm. But if we tell ourselves, people ask me, when you walk through a door, what goes 
into your mind. I tell them, I say, you know what? I just tell myself, Odoayo, you have a right to be here. Wow. And that's why you're here. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot shrink so that others can be enlarged. No. Wow. The stage wow. is big enough. You have to shine your you light. Stay there. God bless you. We'll shine your light and all of that. And then another thing for women is yes. about uh, support systems. Mm. We need to create support systems for ourselves. Wow. And when I talk about support systems, a woman has a role here. Hmm. Um, she's a mother. At some point, women start, we all, as ladies, mature into women, and we start having, you know, a family. Yeah. For those who make a choice to have a family. Hmm. And it takes a lot from, from, from a woman. Hmm. I, I always tell my siblings, and my I have uh, four other sisters and two brothers, we're seven. And when, when we're gisting with, with my sisters-in-law, and uh, and we say, you know, women just have a permanent deficit of sleep, permanent sleep, sleep deficit. You can't get enough, uh, you know, but the support system is that you need to enlist the people in your family circle, if you do have one. Mm to join you. So I'll tell you when I was, um, when I started out in my career, about 24, this year is the 24th year in, in, in career for me. And wow. when I started oh, having, yeah. thank you. When I started having um, my children, um, I knew that, you know what, my mom and dad had to play a role. Hmm. And maybe because I was close by to them. Um, I knew they had a role to play. I knew my in-laws had a role to play. I knew my siblings had a role to play. And the more, as, as the children grew, it's about, you can't possibly do everything. Mm. There's a place of hiring, um, there's a place of hiring a nanny yeah. to get some things done so mm. that as women, we don't burn out. So you need a support system, both, both at home and at work. Wow. Now, when I, when I talk about at work, you mm. need to have relationships hmm. you know people who will bend over for you and get things wow. move your course you know hmm. and and so we, we need those things uh, as as women so for me those are some of the things i know wow. that time wow. is uh, wow I know. okay and yeah. i know you're just you know you're just firing up and uh, it's good you know because like i said it's more of experiential i mean we we're not here just to um read from a book but we're just sharing from experience and which you, you, yeah. you do very well. I know that those who are on the platform are also uh, benefiting to a large extent. I want you now to speak to this. Uh, what are the consequences of uh, women not having leadership skills? Because um, this is also um, a challenge in the area of uh, being employed, you know. Um, can you speak to that, please? Okay, so... Um... When you say women not having uh, leadership skills, yes. I think it's not that women don't have the leadership skills. Women don't show up. Wow. Women don't step up. Women don't wake up, dress up, and show up powerfully. Wow. That's what we don't do. We have the skills. Look, the greatest leadership that can be displayed is a woman who has a family and is playing on that role, taking care of her family, taking care of extended family. Now, I speak from the African um, point of view. Or a woman who has siblings and, you know, you just have. So what more leadership can, 
can there be <laughs> than that? Let's be real. Let's not let's not make these things look like rocket science. Okay. So for me, I think it's pretty much around the fact that as women, we believed there's a lot of uh, you know there's the gender stereotype, especially yeah. in Africa. Yeah. You know. And even in other developed parts of the world, these things happen. Gender bias is real, mm. and so you find that a lot of um, a lot of how do I put it? A lot of um, women, because of the, the way the, the society is, there's a belief that it's a man's world, mm. but it's everybody's world. <laughs> it's humanity's world. You know, and I, I and so for me, I think it's about women understanding that. Now, mm. what another another thing I always say mm. is that the reason why we may not display the skills and do this is because women also entrench the stereotype. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I'll tell you why, because um we are what we are largely because of the way we were brought up. Okay. Now, as we grow, we begin to recondition, we begin to reprogram ourselves, you know, but largely, fundamentally, it's because of how, you know, we're brought up. You're and right so to... for me, as women, we need to change the narrative from the family. Hmm. We are also entrenching that narrative. How are we raising, how are we raising our male children? And it's a deep one. Are we raising them to understand that, look, it is an equal world. It is, your sister is not lesser than you in any form. You guys complete each other. And we complete, you know, the, the, we complete each other in the world. Or are we still letting them know that, ah, no, you know what? Your, uh, a, a male child is more important. A, they're more, more important in the family and all of that. So it also starts with women. Hmm. How we raise and reprogram the stereotype in the minds of our younger children. Hmm. So that when they even go to school, when they're relating with other children, it's clear. They understand diversity and inclusion. Wow. And they see the advantages. So first for me, that is one of the ways that as women, we can we can enable our leadership skills from the house, changing that narrative. And you mm. know what, you know, I was talking about waking up, showing up uh, and uh, dressing oh, up yeah. and showing up. Yes. It's about the fact that wherever we find ourselves as women, women must, you know, we have a voice. Mm. There's a reason mm. we have a voice. No one, you know, I always tell people, if we are together in the same office, eh? Mm. You're not better. It's not, you're not, and I'm not being proud, or it's not about pride. You can't ride roughshod over me. Wow. We are both citizens, equal citizens of that place. You have an employment letter, I have one. <laughs> we have the same rights. HR don't treat A separate from the way they treat B. So at that point, we are equal. Wow. And so it's for us as women to find a way to always get into the room. You know, I, I always say that there's a difference between getting into the room, being in the room, and then sitting at the table. Wow, there wow. Is a, there, there are three different things. You can be in the room and not even be sitting down in the room. Yeah. Yes. 
Now you can be sitting down and not be sitting down at the table. And how wow. do you do that? Is by the value that, that you, you bring. Can. How do we network as women? You know, I don't, um, people should read this book by Sheryl Sandberg, the, the, the lady who's, um, who was in Yahoo and Facebook. Okay. Um, I'm trying to lean in. That's the title of the, the book, Lean In. It's a hmm. powerful book on her journey hmm. into, you know, um, how do I put it, into hmm. um, exec executive, the executive boardroom. Hmm. And she tells her story. She says, you know what, a lot of... Um, things happen mm. when she's gone home because she has a family. So a lot mm. of things happen when she, she, she gets She's gone yeah. home at night, you know, men over a drink and all of that. So you mm. find that as women, we also need to network. Mm. There are times I have to attend an event. Maybe an event that starts at eight, nine. is official. I can tell them I'm not coming. But there's a reason. I need to remind someone I am, hey, I am here. <laughs> Work is going on. Value is been, And so because of that, I go. The only thing is that I may not stay till 1 a.m. I may not even stay till 12 midnight, especially this was, you know, before the, the, the yeah. corona. Yeah. I would, I would show. And then you get to know people within your organization. Mm. And what that does for you is that the day you, you cry for help, There'll be people, people to run. Will show up. Hmm. People will show up more than you know. Hmm. They will. People will notice you. And I'm not talking about. I'm talking about when your your competences are speaking. You are adding That's value. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I always tell people when we talk about women and leadership, when we talk about gender, this, it's not about handouts. It's about acknowledging the value that the woman, a woman, can bring to the hmm. business to the table, whatever table, whether corporate table, whether the family table, whether you understand, it is the value. Women need to network. You know, in that book, Cheryl Sandberg, I have a copy on, on my shelf, shelf here. And she says that, yes, there were days she would tell her husband, I need to be here. And you know what? She will be there. She doesn't drink alcohol, but she will tell them that, look, she, she will nurse a bottle of water till the evening is over, but she's there. Hmm. She's physically there with them. Wow. And so we need to network. We need to apply ourselves. Wow. And uh, so, so that's, that's another way we also, can. And women, also. And women also need mentorship. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that. No, I, know. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I want um, you just to know that we, we celebrate you, we salute you. Uh, you are speaking from the heart, you know. Um, You're not just showing up to, you know, uh we pop a lot of sentiment because sometimes we speak from you know emotions and just you know we are so sentimental when it comes to the issues of women in leadership but you are saying look it's the value that you bring to the table and you know you really have to network you have to show up you have to you know the mindset you have to have the right mindset because sometimes we self-sabotage ourselves um yeah. you know even when it comes to leadership of women and it depends on uh your sphere of influence, those who are speaking into your life, you know, and you also talked about structure, you know, that you had, um, um, you know, uh, a good structure support system. I want you to speak to this. What are some of the challenges that women are facing when coping with work and family? You know, because what has happened with COVID has thrown up 
you know, so many challenges for women. Women are having to step back, having to deal with the family, uh, you know, children and so on. And some women have lost their jobs as a result of COVID. Can you speak to that, please? So I would say that, yes, the, 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 the research abounds on God knows how many women, like you said, have lost their jobs and have lost um, their, their livelihoods. You know, they say uh, COVID was not just a, a health pandemic. It was a livelihood pandemic, mm. you know, and I believe that it's not only the women. You have, I know a lot of men, male folk that have lost, you know, their jobs too. So what, I'm, what am I saying? I'm saying that it might, it is tough. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that an organization that knows its onions will not uh, let mm -hmm. a woman go just because she's a woman, because she needs time for her family and all of that. In the organization I work with, their policies, and I speak to, I don't know if they're business leaders that are, are listening. It yeah, is about are. understanding that the future workforce that they will employ will be affected by the decisions they make. Perchance they make flimsy decisions to fire women because a woman couldn't be here because she had to tend to family, a woman couldn't be there. So they're also, they're, they're, they're jeopardizing the pipeline hmm. that they will hire from in the future. Wow. Now for women that have been impacted, I would say that, look, it's, it's tough. It's um, it's it's not a good thing. It's it's really tough when when you've lost a source of livelihood, and especially when you are a co-contributor yeah. to yeah. to the economics of your family. Line, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that you know it's not a time to give up. Hmm. It's a time to keep showing up. Wow. It's a time. Yeah. It's it's it is tough. I'm sure it is. How, can you, how can you show up in the midst of you know this pandemic? You know. You're being pulled by the family. You are being pulled by the society. You know, you just want to show up. How can you really show up? You know. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you something. From um, so I also run. I I have a platform called the Thrive Circle, and we I know speak. That. You know, yeah. and and there was a time about three weeks ago, no, a month ago, we had a lady, Doctor Maimuna Kadiri, yeah. and she came to speak to us. And, you know, she said in this pandemic, as women, we must understand what is called me time. It's about wow. pri pri prioritization. See, there will only ever be 24 hours in a day. You cannot have 27 hours in a day. Why is it that some people live their lives like they actually have 30 hours in a day? Mm -hmm. And so what I'll tell the women is embrace the Pareto principle, the 80-20 principle of prioritization. Now, what it says is that 80% of your results hmm. will only come by 20% of the things you do. Hmm. So it's not about, you know, um, burning ourselves out. Hmm. It's not about activity, but which activity as a mother, as a wife, knowing those very critical roles hmm. that I have, which of these activities move me closer to your end goal, to my purpose. Yeah. And so that means in this time, is a time for women to sit back and go back to the drawing board and re-engage with purpose, re-engage with, you know, the vision that we all have for ourselves and see the things that 
you need to do minimally. So I was telling, I had somebody on the program who said, oh, she's working hard, she's cleaning because they've had to let their, their the nanny, the maid go because of um, the housekeeper go because of the, the, since the corona. Yeah. And I told her, I said, you know what? They don't give award to people who do a lot of activities. It's people that hit certain, you know, certain milestones, certain business, uh, deliver on business objectives, certain things. Hmm. So that means we must re rework our time. What are we spending our time on? Hmm. That is the time. Do we get enough rest? It's only a rested brain that even wants to talk about, you know what? This is my purpose and I need to find it. This is my next step. This is the next step that, that I want to take. So that's hmm. the first thing. Women must find the me time in all of how, this. How do you create a me time in the midst of all these challenges? Can you just give us so a there, few Yeah. Yeah. So, so there are times that in my house, and my children know, I hardly, because I, I, I also do so much, I could get burnt out easily. But they do know that there are times that don't, you don't come near my room. And it's not because, <laughs> it's not because I don't want you to come near. Even their dad will tell them. Don't wow. move near. Your mom is asleep. And the reason is because I'm awake virtually, you know, a lot of during the day to get a nap is because I'm at work. Even though I'm working from home, I've been working from home uh, for much more than a year now since the pandemic. But wow. hey, wow. for everybody, and it's about giving them. You need to do your lesson even when you're on holidays. You catch up. You need to do the house chores. You need to do all of that. So you also keep them busy. Hmm. And we are all, and I know that there's some ladies who don't yet have, maybe even the, the children are still much younger. Hmm. And that is why I said we must enlist a support system. Wow. Very, you know, extremely, extremely important, uh, uh, important both at, around us, in, the, in, in our families, our friends, and at work. Hmm. Very, very important. And for me, I'll tell the, the women who, who were impacted by the COVID, Two hmm. things happen. Every opp opportunities don't come um, the way they don't come wrapped up in 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 um, wrapping in wrapping papers and uh, with ribbons and no, they don't. They they actually present in crisis. And that's how you take the, the the Chinese uh, language. The same word, the same character represents opportunity and represents crisis. So I think what I, what I, not I think, what the women should do is that while waiting, because I want to choose to um, address that period as a wait time. While okay. waiting, you skill up, you, you upgrade your skills, you take on new things, you wow. learn new things that position you even for the future. Wow. Sign on for a course. There are many free courses that you can do on Coursera, Excel. You know, there's so, so many, yeah. Sign up for it and don't just keep acquiring these things. Start applying them. Mm -hmm. Volunteer, volunteer. I've seen people's lives, you know, transformed um, by, by them volunteering. I've seen them get to levels they never thought wow. by volunteering. So wow. that is, is what I'd say for it's tough. And, uh, you know, I know it's not so easy, but I think some of those things do help. Wow, wow. Awesome, awesome. Uh, if you are just joining us, I've been speaking with my friend and my sister, Odunayo Moritimo Soya, and uh, 
we're speaking to the topic um, leadership and women. And she shared so many nuggets tonight. She's talked about networking. She's talked about support structures. She's talked about uh, you know building up your skills. She's talked about dressing up and showing up. And uh, she's also talked about you know how you cope. You know even during the pandemic for those who might have lost their jobs uh, because of um, the COVID. Um, so there's so many uh, nuggets that she shared tonight. But I want you to speak to this as well. Um, you know, I have some questions that are interesting questions. Now, uh, how can, you know, what, what are, okay, you talked about some of the ways that you can become, you know, uh, a leader, but how can you become a great leader? You talked about skills. I want you to speak to that again to, to you know, reinforce, because there might be some people who are just joining. Uh, and even when you're watching the replay, I want you to take as many notes as possible, because, uh, this lady speaking to us tonight, she's uh, she's fully loaded. <laughs> she's, she's a woman of value, and she's not just showing up, but she's intentionally adding value. How can you become a great leader? You know, like the Okonjo-Wellers, like the Awoshikas, like the, uh, the, the the new president in Tanzania, you know, in spite of all the contention, you mm. know, yes. Okay, so the first thing, you know, it, it's not only the audience. I always have a book and my pen, even though I'm the one talking, but I'm writing. Wow. <laughs> so it's awesome. important to it's important to take those notes. Um, you know, it's really about understanding what greatness is to you. Wow. Let me tell you, not all of us will become like a Kunjoywela, but what is your great what does greatness look to you? What does hmm. great leadership? What does a who? What does a great leader hmm. symbolize? You know what are what, what are your what symbols do you see when you think of being a great leader? Because you see, your great leader might be different from my great leader. Hmm. So it's it's very important to be clear as to what you want, hmm. because when you're not clear as to what you want, you will be pressured. You will be intimidated. You will be at times. You will, you will be, um, you you will be intimidated to a point of paralysis. And have low self-esteem as well. That's the thing. If if you're not careful, mm. but you see, the thing is, first of all, we talked about the skills, and we said it's women getting women to positions of leadership is not about a handout. It's not. We're not begging is because women know we know that women bring value to the table so mm. the first thing is that we must continue to improve on ourselves mm. the second thing for me is that we must acknowledge what we don't know mm. you see you can't be everything you can't be an expert at everything mm. it's you can't mm. so why don't you choose um um why don't you? Is it, okay, so I was watching this clip by Bona Boy's, uh, a Nigerian musician, Bona Boy's mom. She he he won, I think, a Grammy or two in the in the last Grammy award. So yeah, do you know what she said? She said, when you enter a room and you don't know what they are talking about, just keep quiet. Try to listen. adjust, listen before you speak. So what am I saying? I'm not saying we should, I don't believe, you know, if you don't have a clue about what people are saying, yes, it's good to keep quiet. But as women, the first thing we upskill and upgrade our skills. 
The second thing is that, you know, have an area of expertise. Hmm. It's very important. Hmm. You can know, you can have a breadth. So you can have, um, you can have a wide breadth over a, a, a number of things, but your depth can only be in one or two things. Wow, wow. That's awesome. the truth. Awesome. You can't be everything. You can't be a medical doctor, an accountant, at this, at the same, 10 things at the same time. Even though I know there's some people that have all these degrees, but the truth is that at some point they are practicing one thing out of all those 10 degrees wow. that they, they've acquired. So, so follow what, your course until successful. Focus. Yeah, what, what is your area of strength? Mm. Self-awareness is key for women. Mm. And that is what I'm talking about. Self-awareness. Do you know yourself enough? What are your strengths? What are your, what are you? I don't, I hate to say weaknesses. What, where, where's your room for improvement? That's what I call it. Yeah, the opportunities for I, I, I improvement. Do you know those things? And do you have a plan? That's hmm. it. Number three, we've talked about networking, network, stand, stand. Push yourself out there. Now, hmm. number four is, I was writing, you know, it here, is hmm. participate. Wow. Nothing beats participation. And I'll tell you why. If you're not part of a decision or you were not in a meeting, it's difficult for you to, when they ask what happened there, it's, it's, it's natural for you not to know because you were not there. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? It is natural for you to know when, um, not to know anything because you were not there. Hmm. Now, what do I mean by participation? Let's take the likes of Ngozi Okonjo-Iweala. Let's take the likes of Angela Merkel. Yes. She went into, uh, Angela Merkel went into the politics of her country. Theresa hmm. May, when she was the, the UK, she also went into politics of her country. So you see, it, do, it doesn't drop on our laps. We work for it. Hmm. You have to be there. You have to participate. If we stand, you know, if we stand on the fence, it wouldn't mm. come to us. Wow. When, a, when a decision is being taken, mm. it's been taken because you are visible enough within your organization. Wow. And wow. My, mark my words, when I talk about visibility, I'm not just talking about being visible for, uh, being visible for nuisance value. That's not what mm. I'm talking mm. about. I'm mm. talking about being visible because oh, right. you bring value to wow. the table. And somebody yeah. asked, you know, before you take this decision, have you spoken with Odwayo? Have you spoken with uh, Toyin? Have you spoken with uh, Lillian? People will, you, you understand, those, will, um, those are some of the ways we must participate. We can't be on the, you know, on the sidelines. Wow. Uh, awesome. I, I think those, yeah, those are some of the ways that awesome. we can. Awesome. I mean, I, I just want to thank you for speaking to that and reinforce it because... Uh, we needed to we needed to hear that. Now um, we just have two more questions. You know, um, uh, two uh, should I say two and a half? <laughs> now uh, you've you've talked about strategies. You know uh, how you can upskill networking. Now um, how can you build a culture? You know that would encourage women to grow in the area of leadership. You know, 
do the so then, you know, yeah. Even you know, that again. So I heard you in an organization. How do you build a culture? Yeah. Um, okay, That's fine. That would encourage women to 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 grow. You know, uh, into okay. leadership. So for me, the first thing any organization must understand again is that leadership is gender blind. Success is gender blind. Significance is gender blind. And the reason I talk about significance is that I believe there are three stages in, in our lives as human beings. The first one is survival. The second mm. one is success. And the third one is, you know, significance. Mm. So I believe that as, a, as an, any organization that knows it's, that is focused, that organization needs to make it clear. What is the culture of that organization? In designing the culture, the culture must not be around, you know, must not be gender driven. You must, okay. there must never be certain roles that are set aside for men. Hmm. No, a successful organization is an organization that puts things on the table and regardless of who you are, whether you're male or you're female, hmm you can pick it up and you run with it. Yeah. So organizations must have that culture. Where mm -hmm. I work, we have what we call the vital behaviors. Mm -hmm. And you must have those behaviors. It's not about whether you're male or female. Mm -hmm. Now, organizations must, must draw women. Mm -hmm. I know organizations that um, when things are happening, maybe they're hiring and all of that. They, they, they deliberately put these things out on women, a lot of female platforms, maybe mm. like Wimby's, Whisker, and they do all of that just to get a lot of women wow. to, to be aware and for them to be able to apply. Wow. But you know, the thing is the organization can also make things work and can have all these policies, but mm. women must step up. We must participate. We must show up. So those wow. are some of the ways that, okay, what are, the policies, there's certain organizations that don't hire women because you say they'll go on maternity leave. Mm. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, there's some organizations who are just, they, they're not living in, in the new century. They're not living, you know, in the digital age. Forgetting yeah. that the same person, that a woman should not be punished because she went on maternity leave. In mm. fact, organizations must you know, have policies that encourage um, women to have time for their families. Wow. If someone can go on a sabbatical, why can't a woman go on? Wow. If anyone can go on a sabbatical, why can't a woman go on a maternity leave? My organization recently, we reviewed um, the maternity leave to, I think it's now six months. Wow. So you, you wow. yeah, and you're paid. You get paid as a woman. Wow. Wow. So wow. those are some of the things. That, and you, you know another thing. Yeah. Leaders in organizations must be very, very conscious of their teams and the people around them. Mm. How do you practice inclusion as a leader? Mm. How do you see, and it even has nothing to do with gender alone, mm. but how do you bring the women in your team to speak up? Wow. How do you give them tasks? Begin to give them tasks and projects to run with hmm. because you want to, to, to include them. You want them included. You wow. understand. 
And so until these things begin to change largely in virtually, you know, all the organizations, and we begin to look at gender mainstreaming to say that we want to focus, not because women are better than, no, but because women are a bit disadvantaged. But hey, let's bring them. And it's been proven. Research has proven the value that women bring, you know, to the table. So those are some of the ways awesome. that- um, Awesome, awesome, that, awesome. Um, women, you know, policies within culture. the workplace, the culture can be built, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Wow, thank you so much. It's been it's it's been amazing. You know, we, we've almost done uh, almost 50 minutes now, and it's just a serious time. I'm really enjoying myself, and I'm sure that those who are on the platform are also enjoying themselves. Uh, if you're on the platform, uh, if you could just say thank you to uh, my sister Odoyo, just say thank you, thank you, thank you. We would appreciate that. Um, I think we now have the the last question. I think we've done well with timing. Uh, the, the next session after this, uh, we have an amazing lady uh, who is going to be speaking on leadership and vaccination. Um, Bosola Akishete will be joining us in another uh, six minutes, and she'll be speaking on leadership and vaccination. Uh, that's going to be an awesome uh, topic. So please, uh, you know, stay on the platform at 8 p.m., which is 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern. You know, now I want to speak. What's what's your view on mentorship? Mm. I always say that mentorship is a lifeline. Wow, <laughs> it is a lifeline. Though. It's not just anything. It is a lifeline. And wow. the reason I say this is just because you can learn from other people's experiences. Hmm. You can do. We can all do well. For instance, God is a mentor to all of us. That's the truth. God is, is, is a mentor to us, you know, and then our parents are mentors to us. Hmm. And that tells you that the, 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 the mentorship is not just the word. Yes, maybe it's been overused in the recent times, but it's been the process of, of a man or a woman teaching their children to do stuff is mentorship. Hmm. You know, and, and so it's been with us because there's a lot of value. Hmm. So for me, mentorship is a lifeline. Wow. Now, what, what do I mean by lifeline? Like I said, you don't have to walk alone. Hmm. You can learn. You can get guided. You can, you can you know, get somebody who is a sound, sounding board for you hmm. and test out some ideas. And the reason I say this is because um, you need people who believe in you. So there's something we call the inner circle. You know this also. Um, yeah. It's one of the 21 irrefutable laws of, a, of a leadership. leadership. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of leadership. And it says um, the law of the inner circle and says, you know what? You'll only be as good as, as the people in your, the, your, the people that surround you immediately. Hmm. So in the immediate, your immediate uh, sure, people who surround you. Yeah. And what it is, is the pe who are the people speaking into your life? Who are the people that you look up to? Who are the people that that you 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 follow whether this is the age of social media everybody's on social media so who are you following hmm. are they adding value to you wow and that is it that that and for me mentorship does not have to be physical i don't need to know somebody personally for them to oh, be I want to, no i want to jump in who are your mentors do you i'm sure you have quite a number of mentors but yes i do yeah okay so first of all um john maxwell is my yeah. mentor I, mm -hmm. I follow um, Paul Martinelli closely. And okay. when you 
I also I, I also follow Robin Sharma extremely okay. very closely. Wow. Read his books, follow That'd him, be- listen to him, and all of that. Um, other people, so if you look at Ni- um, in, in, in Nigeria, I would say that I've also had various mentors for different, um, different seasons you know, of my life. Um, I have past bosses of mine who are still my mentors today. Yes. I follow yes. women like uh, Mrs. Ibuku Awoshika, follow quite a number of women. But you know yeah. what? You need to understand where you are going so yeah. that you can enlist the right people that will yes. enable you. And that's what that's where mentor really is. Wow, wow, wow. Ah, you know, I wish we could do another hour, but uh, I, I'm just so grateful to uh, Odwayo. She's uh, shown up powerfully tonight. She has uh, shared so much, you know. I just want to salute you, and I pray that God will continue to give you insight, uh, foresight, everything sight, <laughs> and the strength to you know, uh, provide uh, authentic leadership, which is what you're doing at a time like this. I celebrate you. I celebrate your husband because I know that you are not just showing up by yourself. Uh, Your husband is right beside you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, and I trust that he's also listening in. Um, For those who have joined us, um, I just want to celebrate you as well, particularly the women, um, women all over the world that are joining us to listen. I just want to say that we thank you so much for what you've done to come and support our own sister as well. And I trust that you've gotten some value. Um, So tonight, uh, it's been brief, but you can still watch the replay. And uh, once again, thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of Leadership Talk with Adeluke, thank you so much, Odwayo. And have a good evening. Uh, And you too. Yeah, so... Uh, we're going to be jumping in right in uh, in the next two minutes. I'm going to be speaking alongside with my my friend and my sister from Minnesota in the U.S. We're going to be speaking. She's an assistant professor of infectious diseases. We're going to be speaking on leadership and vaccination. Leadership and vaccination. So still on this platform, customer retention. Please join us in the next two minutes. So have a good evening, everyone. And trust you too. Thank you for having me. Have a blessed week ahead. Okay, thank you. Bye bye.